I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be a huge turnaround. Well, I've got two email success stories to share with you today. It's always nice to start out the week with two success stories to help inspire you because, I mean, the reality is I know everybody that's watching this, not everybody's having a great day. Some people are struggling, and success stories give you hope that, you know what, I can do what that guy did. I can accomplish the same thing. And we all need hope. need people that can inspire you. And that's why I like to share these when I, when I get some good ones. And especially today, I thought, why not on a Monday? Because part of what's going on, in, uh, which I'll get into in a second in my life, is some of the things I see going on in here. And I'll, I'll go further into detail in a minute. But I've got two good success stories. And the second one's got kind of a funny twist at the end, a little unexpected thing, but I, I won't spoil the surprise for you. So I got a quote that I wrote and then I want to jump into the first guy's email. And the quote says, friction, pain, and resistance are life's way of telling you that your approach and thinking are not optimized and need further refinement in order to accomplish your goals. Like water, life tends to favor the path of least resistance. With enough time and patience, even the hardest materials can be worn away by flowing water. Being slow to change your mind but quick to change your approach when things are not working helps you to experiment more and find the path of least resistance. The right lovers, friends, and people you really need in your life tend to show up effortlessly when you least expect it as long as you are taking consistent action, learning from your mistakes, and refining your approach. Constant action, even when success seems far off or hopeless, is the hallmark of people who expect things to eventually work out in their favor. So with that said, let's go to the first guy's email. He says, hi coach, I'll try to keep this short. I'm 29 and until I was 27, I was just awful with women, chasing, needy and everything. In fact, many stories you bring up in your video newsletters, I've been there and got the t-shirts. And it culminated in a long list of women that could have been the one that things never got past first base with. A few years ago, my missing link, as you would say, a really stunning woman, she really got to me. We had a great spark, but I acted weak and needy and she tested me a lot. After a few dates, she ghosted me and it was really painful because we had known each other as friends before things went romantic. I found your work as things started quickly going sideways. I was trying find, to find ways to make her mine. Still, I wasn't prepared and didn't know the fundamentals. You know, man, it was really painful when she ghosted me. Yeah, that kind of sucks. It happens. It's like pain just... You experience pain and you recognize that you your approach is not efficient. And that's typically people come to me not because things are going well, but because they're experiencing pain and friction in their life. And just like give you an example, obviously many of you know that I have a place in Orlando and I have a place down in South Florida. And really like last year, I think I spent two nights in my place in Orlando. And a big reason was I just didn't like the building that I was, I mean, the building I lived in was beautiful, but the neighborhood sucked. And then after the coronavirus hit and all these lockdowns and, I mean, I had to email the damn manager to ask permission to have my housekeeper come and clean my house. It's like, 
I'm living in a luxury building. I'm asking permission from an employee if I can have somebody come clean my house. It's like, I don't think so. So I was experiencing a lot of resistance. And plus, I just really didn't like coming up here to hang out. And so, and plus the community around, I think I've, I've mentioned this in other videos in the past, it's just, you know, because of the leftists that run the city council, they just let the homeless people and the mentally ill people kind of run rampant. You got a church that feeds them in the afternoon. So they lay all around the lake and harass people. Everybody that walks by asking for money. They're all sitting in the corners downtown. They're pissing and shitting in the streets. And it's just, I mean, it, it's amazing when I came up here to Orlando 25 years ago how nice downtown Orlando was. And now it's just, it's just you know, you don't even want to go out at night sometimes because it's just, there's shit everywhere. On top of that, you got protests out there and sometimes they've gotten a little little violent obviously not anywhere near some of the stuff that's in their cities i'm thinking why am i paying all this money to live in this place i don't even like coming here i don't like living here and the neighborhood kind of sucks and so it was interesting i was up here during the quarantine because i thought hey I'll, I'll come up here i got this really nice gym in my building and i can go see my chiropractor at least gives me something to do because obviously we're locked down our house can't fucking do anything and so as i drove to my chiropractor's office several times a week i kept driving by this community it was really nice, all new. Everything was built all at once. The schools, the restaurants, the places to shop, places to live, the houses, apartment buildings, office buildings, just everything. And it's what's nice is all the streets are wide enough for the cars to get down. It's beautiful. There's no fucking homeless people here. The other thing that struck me was I couldn't believe how many beautiful women I saw walking around in yoga pants every time I drove by. I was like, what the hell's going on here? And so I just got a good feeling, a good vibe of it. And finally, after a couple months of this and just thinking, you know what, I'm going to just completely get rid of my place in Orlando and not even come up here anymore. And then I was thinking, you know, do I really want to do that? It's, you know, Because I do like coming up here because I got a lot of friends up here and a lot of history in Orlando. And plus, my chiropractor is up here. And when I'm not having him come down and work on myself, my family, and other people, it's nice to be able to shoot up here for a week or two and get worked on. And so I just, you know, I was experiencing, and the point being is I was experiencing all this resistance in a city I used to really love and enjoy hanging out in. And it just got to the point, at least where I was living, it's like I dreaded being there. And like the past week, I finally moved out and it's like, man, what a different vibe. Just completely different feeling. I'm going to have a really nice place. I live down in South Florida. Same thing, nice community, beautiful women everywhere. There's yachts and boats because I, I love boating. And it's just, you know, the beach is closed. I can ride my like, scooter to the beach and go up there with friends. It's, it's just really nice. I really, that's why I've stayed down there the last three or four years and spent almost all of my time down there and very little in Orlando. And so the point being is that I've improved my quality of life by just simply changing where I lived. So it's a good attitude adjustment. And you know, you're not going to hear the fucking loud trains and the sirens all the time. You might hear dogs barking or like a little while ago, they had blowers out there and lawnmower guys. So you may hear that, but you know, it's a beautiful community. It's, it's safe and it's nice. Cause a lot of times when I do phone sessions with guys are like, you know, I've talked to dudes that are like living on a lake in an area and they've got like five neighbors within 10 miles. And like, that's kind of sucks for the social life. And so what I've often shared with them that they should do is go maybe get like a bachelor pad in the city somewhere where somewhere where there's nice, kind of like the area where I live now in Orlando and also the place where I live down in South Florida. 
And I always get great feedback after they've done it. I was like, man, that was great for my social life because they keep their house in the lake. And, you know, during the weekends or when they want to go out and socialize, they drive into town and stay there. And so it works. You know, I'm, a, I'm not an internet dater. I've always been a guy that like, just likes to meet women in person and just feel that chemistry and that eye contact. And it just, when it feels right, it feels right. And when it's, when it's not, it's not. It's supposed, life's supposed to be easy and effortless. If you think about your closest friends and the people you get along best with, it's just kind of easy and effortless to be with them. And you kind of want your whole life to be filled up with those kind of people. Ideally, whatever you do for a living, if you've got your own business, what you do socially, you want to have the kind of people around you that you're excited to see, that are excited to see you because it's going to make you feel better. If you feel better, you smile more, you're more attractive, you get noticed more by women. And so it's like what both these guys are doing in these emails is they've recognized that things weren't working in their life. They were experiencing pain and they recognized that they needed to do something differently. And that's the, that's life. It's just a constant process of change. And, you know, part of the reason why I didn't want to move is I had my business based in Orlando. It's so all my addresses for the IRS, everything went here and I was like, oh, there's like so many things I have to change. And that was one of the reasons why I was dreading even doing it because I just didn't want to deal with all that stuff. And then finally, you got to have an emotionally compelling reason and obviously seeing a better community. And it's like, well, I actually like, like being here. It's exciting and it's compelling walking outside my door because you never know what's going to happen. So back to the email. So he says, a few years ago, my missing link, as you would say, really stunning woman, she really got to me. We had a great spark, but I acted weak and needy, and she tested me a lot. And after a few days, she ghosted me, and it was really painful because we had known each other as friends before things went romantic. I found your work as things started quickly going sideways. I was trying to find ways to make her mine. Still, I wasn't prepared and didn't know the fundamentals. You know, man, it was really painful when she ghosted me, and every now and then, uh, and every now and then, she'll appear in my life with a short message or call, and then disappear again. I reached a point where I just thought I've had enough of the way my relationships with women are going, and I knew I needed to change. So, in other words, I've talked about this many times in the past. He got to a point, just like I did, where I was living. I was like, "This fucking sucks. I got to do something about this." It's the pain. Pain is life's way of pushing you gently, hopefully, in a new direction. Friction, resistance, I've experienced all that. And that's like I said, when I was going through his emails, it's like, man, this is exactly what I'm personally gone through with my, my living situation. So I've, I've now improved the quality of my life and I'll actually spend more time up in Orlando because of it. So I'm excited about it. Long story short, things never worked out with that woman. I also noticed as I've grown that she had a lot of negative qualities that I overlooked. Yeah, because he's projecting his fantasy of what he thought she was. Then now that he can kind of see things after he obviously he's been through my book, 3% Man, my first book, which you can read for free on my website, understandingrelationships.com, is that you see things differently. It changes the way you look at things. Just like Wayne... Wayne Dyer used to say, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Isn't that beautiful? That's one of my favorite things that I, I learned from him. And you know, here I am going through you know, a small facet of my life that I'm making some changes. I changed the way I look at it. 
instead of dreading moving or looking for a new place or doing all that stuff, I was like, I was excited about it. And because I was ex- excited, I had an emotionally compelling reason and a vision. It was easy to deal with all the other bullshit of, of moving. I got beat up, my hands are cut up, I got bruises everywhere. I smashed my fucking elbow on the counter yesterday. I was uninstalling my water filter and it's fucking killing me right now, but it's all good. He says, most beautiful women are incredible, but some are manipulative and know they can have their way with you, so they push you around. I guess that's how they test the weak from the strong, though, and in this instance, I was definitely weak. Yeah, you're spot on with that, dude. That's what happened in my case, changing plans, canceling, being hot and cold. It drove me crazy, and it honestly nearly broke me. Yeah, if you don't have your shit together... If you're not emotionally centered, if you don't know who you are and what you want, and especially understand the fundamentals in, in my book, and you encounter a woman you really like and who likes you, but she's strong and she sees that you're acting like a bitch, oh man, she's going to test the shit out of you. And as soon as you start flailing around, she's not going to stick around very long in the beginning if you're just constantly making mistakes because she's going to say, oh, this guy's a bitch, and she's going to move on to somebody else. At first, I didn't trust your work because I was one of those guys thinking, who's this shaved-haired fucker? What is he talking about? But sometimes the truth slaps you in the face and wakes you up. I discovered your work online. I've listened to your YouTube videos over and over and on repeat. And now I'm like, good afternoon, shaved-head fucker. Let's go with your wisdom again. (laughs) I got the audiobook for free and regularly give it a play when I'm cycling or running errands. And yes, I've read your book 15 times. Every six months or so, I'll dig it out and have another read. So this guy's a serious student. He experienced so much pain. He's like, I'm not going back to being that guy anymore. I'm not interested in going back and living that way. I tell you what, man, I feel so relieved being out of that building. It's like, what a difference. I just dreaded being there and just walking around the halls. Kindle version is good because you can use the app on your computer and make highlights and comments. I even write comments of examples where I screwed up in the past and what piece of wisdom to use if the same thing happens in the future. Anyway, I just want to say a massive thank you. I've undertaken radical improvements in the past few years. I notice what works and I have some of the most incredible loving connections with many women and I've even been so much more confident and courageous in other areas of my life too. Life is progress. It's a long journey, and I'm not perfect by any means, but I'm slowly going in the direction I dream of. Again, I just want to say a massive thank you to you and your work, and a recommendation to your followers. Read the book 10 to 15 times. Learn the fundamentals in bold type, he puts. That's why every time I read great success stories, these are guys that have read the book a dozen times or more. They're serious students. When I encounter people, whether it's in phone sessions or the emails, they're either brand new to it or have only kind of skimmed the book and they just really haven't learned the information well enough to be competent and proficient at it. But that's what I'm here for. I'm help you to, here to help you fill in the gaps. That's why I also enjoy doing phone sessions with people. As I've done you know, tens of thousands of these things over the years now and it's pretty much heard every situation a guy's going to have and listen to him, listen to the tone of his voice and how things come out. I can tell what he's doing right and what he's doing wrong and what he needs to do differently. Because you just see, once you understand people, it's like you just see this, it's just patterns. Pattern recognition is all it really becomes. So good job, dude. Thanks for the great success story. 
So let's go to the second guy's email. And this one's got an interesting twist at the end. I'm sure you'll get a chuckle out of it. He says, hi, Corey. I knew I'd eventually send you a success story. And today's the day. I found your work after a five-year relationship ended. All I cared about was getting her back. And I was determined to follow your guidance no matter what. I was very excited when she reached out. But she gave me a maybe answer when I tried to make a date. As much as I wanted to try and convince her to get together, I knew I had to take away the offer. So part of loving yourself and valuing yourself and acting like a high value man is when you extend an invitation and a woman is like, eh, or you want to hang out with a somebody that you think is a friend, they're like, eh, or you try to get a client to come into your place of business and they're like, eh. You want somebody that's excited, is enthusiastic, and at least will give the opportunity to hear you out and hear what you have to say. Why would you want to hang out with somebody that has mediocre interest, even if she is smoking hot? Because most of the time, you're gonna, it's going to be like pulling teeth to try to facilitate a conversation. And I like things being easy and effortless. And when you've had that enough in your life, it's like you're simply not going to put up a bullshit from anybody else, especially as you get older. He says, that was nearly a year ago. It was really difficult to not reach out, but I had faith that patience would pay. During that time, I got very comfortable meeting new women and inviting them out for a drink. I went on a lot of dates and my confidence grew exponentially. And I finally realized that I am actually a stud. Good job, dude. I recently found a sexy new quarantine buddy who adores me. And there's nothing better than a woman with high interest. And she's a giver, too. After a round of indoor Olympics with my new girl, I see a text from my ex, the first in nearly a year. Isn't that weird how shit like that happens? You think, oh, I'm never going to hear from her again. As soon as you meet somebody else, bing, the phone rings, you get a text. That's happened to me so many times over the years. It's just fucking bizarre. And it all happens at once. Girls come out of the woodwork. Girls you haven't talked to in a long time. All two or three, within a matter of days of each other. You're like, how does that work? I haven't talked to any of them in years. Or months. And it's just, boom. As soon as you meet somebody new and it starts going forward, boom. You get inundated with other, hey, other interest. When it rains, it pours, as they say. Long story short, I just had an awesome night with my ex and won another gold medal. Congratulations, dude. My ex kept saying, I'm now the confident man she always knew I could be. Interesting. So, so this is the interesting twist here, which I think you're going to love. When my ex found out I've got another beautiful girl blowing up my phone, she said, are you ready? Let me know when we can have a threesome. How awesome is that? Good for you, dude. I've got options with women now, and I'm happy to send you a donation. No amount of money can possibly repay for the priceless wisdom you spread. Well, I appreciate donations, and if you're so inclined, you can go to my website, understandingrelationships.com. There's a toolbar you'll see at the bottom of your screen. You just press the Donate button. Donate whatever you want. You can also do recurring donations. Totally up to you. And if you'd like to book a coaching session with yours truly, if you're under the gun, if you're stressed out, and your emotions are driving you up a wall, and you really need a window and a, and a path of where to go and what to do from here, 
Go to understandingrelationships.com, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page and book a coaching session with yours truly so I can help you turn that into an easy and effortless situation like these guys now have in their lives. So until next time, I will talk to you soon.